Hey, what's happening, everybody? Welcome back to the Lucky Rants. Welcome back to Anime Casuals. I'm your host, Lucky. And uh, before we get into the main thing that I usually do on Saturdays, which is like the top 10 anime of the week, uh, I wanted to talk a little bit about Kotura-san, which I just finished uh, the other day. And I wanted to give my general take of it. I'm going to not get into too many spoilers, but I would highly recommend you guys watch this, especially like the first episode, pretty fresh. I'm going to try not to spoil the first 10 minutes because they're very... Uh, it's a very special experience, especially when you go in the first time. But anyway, Kotora-san is about a young girl who has psychic abilities. Uh, psychic in the sense that she can read minds. So not like Jean Grey, where she can do all the other shit, where she can move shit. Um, but basically, with Kotora, she is ostracized throughout most of her life. Because she, since she reads minds, she can't tell... She couldn't tell before all of the time when she was hearing somebody's thoughts and hearing somebody like speak. So she would hear somebody's thoughts and they would just say it to her and she got confused. So I think like in the very beginning, she's talking to like a couple of her friends and they're like, oh, who do you like? Oh, I don't like anybody. Right. And so she's just like, what are you talking about? You just said that you you like this. And she ends up exposing them. This ends up getting her a, a bit of a reputation and she ends up getting... Um, known as a liar so uh because obviously people don't want that kind of stuff out they'll just call you a liar even though you're technically not lying since you're reading their their thoughts and stuff uh this eventually gets into her family life to the point where uh, she even exposes her father and mother's uh, affairs and this also eventually leads her to being left alone she's she's left with her grandfather and her mother says some cruel words to her on her way out anyway uh, she and also her mother becomes an alcoholic because she's trying to deal with the fact that uh, Kotora is, you know, in her head, she's ruining her life, right? Because she is this person who can read minds and, you know, you can't hide anything from her and yada, 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 all that stuff. Uh, eventually, she goes to, you know, her latest school that she's been transferred to. And, you know, she's very she's a very cold uh, person now and, is you know, starts saying you know uh you know she's reads people's minds she ends up uh you know the teacher is like oh this is going to be a problem child and all that stuff that kind of stuff and she can read her read his mind she's like oh don't worry I'll be, i won't be any problem at all and so anyway she ends up like sitting down and she looks over at this kid next to her who is manabe kun who is like the main love interest and tries to read his mind and it's like fucking i, I don't even remember what it was but it was like some weird fucking fantasy where it's like what the fuck is going on it, it was a really it's really cool so obviously he's a very much of an airhead and so uh th that's where the anime kind of stems off and i don't want to get too much into the nitty-gritty details of it but i really like manabe and kotora san's relationship throughout all this whole thing because he is very stupid but he and very perverted like he, he'll a lot of times have like perverted fantasies of her to tease her since she can read his mind so also with reading minds, she can see like what people are thinking. So she, she sees like those fucking perverted fantasies and shit. But it's it's cool to see this person go from an ostracized loner to an accepted part of a of a community of people, right? Um, and that's basically what the story is about. And you know, I just want to leave it at that for the story elements and stuff. Um, but I will say that the the every the the way that this fucking anime goes is almost like it's on like a on like uh oh, what do you call those things like a uh like when those, those acrobats are on that fucking string they go across it, it's a tightrope it's, it's kind of like going on a tightrope of of um 
despair and hope. Like it, it goes off of that quite a bit, but it's also a little bit of sad and funny. Like it's very, very funny and it's very, very sad. And it, it goes either way. There was actually a moment in this where I, I let me just try and do this without exposing what this is. There's a, a character in this story who, uh, whose family has a very tragic backstory. And I see like this little shot of it. I'm like, and then right after that, they just like start talking again. And it's interesting because I think that's how a lot of interactions with people are. You know what I mean? As much as we would like to comfort people and tell them that we'll be there for them, it's not always the case, right? Like it, it's sometimes we don't want to talk about it at the, t- at the time. So I felt like it was pretty realistic for the most part in, in depicting those. Because, um, you know, not every time to- not every time that you know about somebody's situation are you going to be able to um completely or if you, even if you tell somebody about your own situation not every time it's not going to be resolved just like that right unlike in other like story driven or any other story driven media right you they typically want to get that shit out of the way like the minute they hear that they they want to help you they want to help you through your problems and in this one it's it's very much a, a little bit more drawn out but yeah overall the the whole anime was fucking awesome uh highly recommend it i saw it on verve i don't think there is a dubbed if there is you want to check Funimation I'm not too sure about that but yeah I really 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 enjoyed it I thought it had it had everything that I was looking for it had everything that I was looking for in it and I was really happy if you guys don't remember I was actually I think I was reading on Reddit the other week and I was you know somebody mentioned Kotura-san for like in some type of anime romance and I was like oh gotta check this shit out the fucking or no it was it was like anime that ruined you within the first episode and this was this was definitely one of them I definitely agree with it Anyway, why don't we go over to the top 10 anime of the week, according to Anime Corner. At number 10, we got Akutope of White Sand. It's not Akutope of White Sand. It's Akutope on the white on white sand. Jesus Christ. Anyway, um, I have to say I fell off of this one pretty hard. I, I think I'm behind like five episodes, but I still think it's something to watch out for. I would like to make a video about it once I catch up. Because, uh, you know, at least for me, I'm I'm more of a, I'm very much, I, I really like these kind of slice of life anime, but it's hard to get, you have to get in the right mindset where you can stay in there. I'll give you an example, right? I went to go see a documentary in theaters the other day, and I, it took me a while to get into the mood, right? Whereas when I watched Shang-Chi on like Tuesday, I was already into it. I was like, oh, fucking awesome. You know, it, it, it's. It's kind of like the difference between those two two mediums and stuff. But yeah, Octopa White Sand is a very slow burn. But when it goes, dude, it's something magical, dude. When these characters have these these little visions, I guess you could say. Um, and you could tell there's like some type of supernatural element around, but it's not quite known yet. And, you know, also you get to learn a lot. It really makes you want to go to a fucking aquarium, bro. Like, geez, get this pandemic over with. I want to go to a fucking aquarium. But anyway. Uh, number nine is Spirit Chronicles or Sere Gensoki. That shit is fucking fire, bro. Uh, still, hmm, I don't know. I, I, I think two are fucking are fighting right now for my top isekai of this this um, this season. At Tsukamichi and this, and I think there might be another one, but I can't remember off the top of my head. Anyway, I really, really, uh, really, really enjoy Spirit Chronicles. Uh, th- like they're getting pretty ridiculous with the the power levels and stuff, but I do I do enjoy it. Um, I would like to see when we're gonna. I would like to like get a. Mm, I'd like to get a feel for when we're gonna get an actual threat to the main character Rio or 
forget what, what what's his name Haruka Haruko, Haruto Haruto I think his name is uh in in the other sorry his name was Haruto in his last life and then in this world he's known as Rio but he remembers that anyway uh, but we do get to meet his spirit in this uh in this uh in this uh, episode so it's cool to kind of see that anyway number eight is welcome to demon school Rumikun season two uh fuck yeah dude Th dude I'm all about Amari and Iruma-kun. All about it. If you guys don't know who Amari is, she's this very tall uh, student council lady that actually starts off as a bit of, not an antagonist, but she you don't know exactly where she where she is in terms of, like, is she, is she okay with Iruma? Is she, you know, going to stand in his way somehow? I mean, what what's going to happen, right? And, you know, it... <laughs> She, it, it actually, I wasn't expecting this romance. I'll be real with you, because if you like, I don't know how tall Amari is, but she's she's got to be at least seven feet tall. Like she's fucking, she's a huge bitch, and Iruma's got to be like four foot something, maybe five foot something. And yeah, they they don't seem like they're quite. Uh, <laughs> doesn't look like they're quite compatible together, but either way, it's a really nice little. Uh, nice little relationship that they have going where you know he was he started off as reading her uh manga from from his from his world that right because he he can he can read japanese she can't so it was really cool to see that uh that relationship kind of blossom from, the, from there especially since they read uh romance animes right so she's kind of trying to during this episode she's trying to relive some of those uh or try well try and make some of those moments happen in real life uh, so yeah, it's actually speaking of aquariums, this actually happens at an aquarium. So aquarium slash water park, which sounds fucking awesome, bro. Are there are there aquariums slash water parks? I, I guess what would it be like Sea World, right? Isn't that kind of a oh, fuck? I don't know. Anyway, I want to go over to number seven, My Hero Academia season five. Yeah, so this one we got to see a lot of new, um, a lot of new development, especially when it came up came to the character twice. And we got to see some mental blocks being uh, passed up. And yeah, we got to see a really good fight. And also something that is, we also got to see maybe a glimpse of what's going to be happening in the next episode. I don't want to go into too many spoilers for this one since, what is it? I think it's episode 110 or something like that. But if you guys are keeping up with it, you can check out our weekend talk that we uploaded yesterday where we talk about uh, this. And actually the next anime on the list at number six, Miss Kobayashi's Dragon Maid S. Uh, yeah, this one was pretty awesome dude any any episode with kana is uh, the little adorable dragon is oh my god so precious dude uh also dude she like whoever does her voice is fucking amazing dude she does such a good job at you know i know it doesn't sound like very difficult you know sounding like kana but i don't know i i just or maybe i should be thinking the 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 voice what do they call it the the VA caster, whatever the the casting director is for the VA, the voice actors, like man, they fucking nailed it. And yeah, Kana going over, you know, we get to hear that she or she she ends up having a fight with Kobayashi and ends up going over to New York where she meets a girl named Chloe. And fuck yeah, dude, awesome episode. I really like really liked it. But anyway, if you notice, uh, One Piece has not been on any of these uh, lists for a while. I wonder if we once we get into some more. I guess story like heavy story driven stuff. Maybe we'll get to see that. But anyway, number five is the case study of Vanitas. I think I missed this episode. This is uh, we're about to see Vanitas, uh, or in this episode, I guess we're going to be seeing Vanitas uh, face his former, I guess master of some sort. But 
yeah, I'll, I'll save that for another time, just so because since I don't know too much about it. Uh, girlfriend, girlfriend, I have fallen way too hard off of this anime, and I really need to get back up on the horse. I'll be real with you. There is one thing that is it's almost like a plug in my anime uh, in my anime drain, right? Like I'm trying to I'm trying to get all this anime in, but like there's one anime that just keeps on plugging up the drain, and it's Fairy Tale, and I've I'm almost done with it. I've, I'm almost I'm like 13 episodes through, or 13 episodes away from the end, and I cannot wait, guys, because I've been binge watching the fuck out of this show. I've been trying to get it over with, and I'll be real with you, it's a little. Okay, maybe I'll talk about that when it actually when I actually finish it. But yeah, I'll I'll make a video on why or why you should why why you should or why you shouldn't watch Fairy Tale. But anyway, uh, so yeah, girlfriend, girlfriend, I really want to see like you know because obviously there there's shown to be four girls in this weird relationship. So I don't know. It'll be interesting to see what goes on with that harem. Uh, number three, the Duke of Death and his maid, another one that I've fallen off hard at, even though I fucking said in my Funimation video that it was my favorite one. Ah, man, I cannot believe I did that. Uh, it, I, it is it is my favorite out of the whole list, but, but funny enough, the only one that I've been able to watch is uh, um, how, the, how a realist hero rebuilt the kingdom. And it's just because it's such an easy watch, so I can watch it when I'm eating. And I don't know, man. I'm being such a fucking girl about this. Like, oh, I need to, I need it to be the right way, or else I can't enjoy it. You know, <laughs> that kind of shit. So anyway, number two is remake our life, which I still have not started at all. Uh, that's definitely one I definitely want to check out because I do want, I do, I do want to to have that kind of feel because you know one of the things about anime is that they show us things that we can't do in real life. And therefore, we get to live through that as if it were like an experience, right? Um, it's kind of like, so it's kind of like when a character goes on a fucking murder spree and you get this release, right? And it maybe doesn't feel good, but you get this release of just rage, right? Uh, whenever I watch Berserk and I'm watching Guts go fucking ape shit out of revenge, I get this sense of, uh, of I, I almost get the sense of empathy for Guts and I feel the same rage towards the other things in my life, but then you slowly start to realize that it's not as worth it. Uh, also, Guts has been through way crazier shit than I ever have. So uh, definitely, a, definitely a different, you know, different uh, set of rules there. But, um, but yeah, I'd, I'd, I'd like to see something like Raymark Our Life where I guess people end up getting like a second chance at uh, being 17 again or something or 18, something like that. So let's see how that one goes. Number one is that time I got reincarnated as a slime season two part two. Bro. They're going fucking hard on slime right now, bro. They're going fucking hard on slime. They are, I mean, bro, the the level at which they're doing this shit is ridiculous. And um, trying to figure out how not to spoil this, but basically all I'll say is this: I cannot wait to see how powerful this dragon is. And that's all I'm gonna say. Anyway. Uh, so those are the top 10. Why don't we go over to the anime subreddit and get one of these, uh, get a very, it's a very interesting, uh, <laughs> very interesting question. What is the closest anime to hentai, but it's still anime? I got to wonder this after hearing about Redo of Healer. So, okay, Redo of Healer is one. Um, and Key is technically not a hentai, even though it's very fucking close. Um, okay, I'll be real with you. Uh, so, not exactly the same, but Fairy Tale got very fanservice-y at the very end of it. It's always been kind of fanservice-y with, like, Lucy and stuff, but 
holy shit, bro. There is, I don't know how to say this, but there's a character with like a power to give people pleasure and shit. And it's like, fuck. Um, damn. There's a lot, right? Um, wh- oh, fuck. Uh, something teacher. It's like, what, what are you doing here, teacher? I think it's what it's called. Uh, what are you doing here, teacher? Bro, that's a weird one. That's a fucking weird one. I will... Dude, if... Yeah, why are you here, teacher, bro? This anime is so fucking crazy. I, I don't even... I really don't even know what to tell you. It, it's such... <laughs> it's such a weird anime. It's literally like every boy's like fantasy. Like, you, uh, you, you... Everybody here must have had like a teacher crush at some point in your life. Like boy or boy or girl, right? You saw a you saw like a woman or you saw a man, and you're just like, man, I wanna wanna fucking go after it, you know? Because we all go through hormones and shit. So in middle school, you see that fucking that one that one um one teacher with like the the nice fucking ass, or you see the teacher with I don't I don't know what the fuck girls are seeing, but you see some handsome teacher I don't know uh, with his life together. I don't, I don't know what the fuck you see in that, but. You see that one, and you're just like, oh, man. This basically just plays off of that fantasy. It's just like, hey, you know, these are fucking teachers that want the dick. And, well, technically, they kind of want the dick, but kind of don't. But anyway, it's it's a very strange uh, anime that uh, is basically just every, every it, it lives up to that motto, uh, in the right place at the right time. You know what I mean? Um, as for other stuff, I mean... Oh, yeah, somebody mentioned Interspecies Reviewers. That's a pretty good one. Um, Yosuko no Sora, yeah. Wow, that is, uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, Yosuko no Sora. Okay, keep, people keep mentioning School Days. What the fuck is this anime about, bro? I've I've went past it. It's in our recommended, which... Maybe telling of what we watch on on Verve, but what the fuck, man? What the fuck is this anime, bro? I need to, man. I need to really fucking, really fucking need to know. Uh, let me see this last question here. I think that's yeah, that's about all the time we have. Uh, which unfinished anime show, uh, anime show has the most potential, especially ones with manga that's much further uh, ahead? Uh, well, I'll just say this one, Bleach. But although I think Bleach is um, coming back, so I guess it's not exactly true. Um, uh tower of god yeah 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 yeah. um so okay i see see what the the question is though so it's just basically anything um probably probably oh fuck what's uh no game no life that would be that would be uh dude that would be so good i just fucking need it oh my god i fucking need it so much bro need that shit so much right now bro dude how fucking long have we been waiting for for No Game No Life, right? Like what, seven years? It's, it came out in, like what, twenty fourteen or something like that. Like fuck that, man. I've been waiting way too long. Um, in terms of other stuff, uh, maybe like I mean, let me think. Isekai. Well, obviously my the uh, Rising of the Shield Hero, Ray Zero. Um, I mean they they just they got to get be- better at this point, right? Because I'm I'm expecting fucking full blown out wars and shit. Like that's what I want to see. Um, Mock and Key, no, <laughs> Mock and Key. Uh, somebody had mentioned Hunter x Hunter, yeah, yeah. Um, oh man, 
Hunter, Hunter. Man, dude, you know people are going to be fucking, like, women are going to be creaming their panties and fucking guys are going to be creaming their fucking boxers when Hunter, Hunter comes back. I'm talking about fucking Michael and Johnny. They're, <laughs> I, I'm pretty sure they're just going to be like, oh, I got to see it. got to watch it. got to watch it. Uh, Berserk, yeah. Good, good point, Berserk. It's just, it sucks because Berserk 2016 kind of threw a wrench in all of Berserk. It's like, okay, what do we do now? Do we, you know, who, what, what the fuck do we do? You know, nobody fucking knows what to do with Berserk now that it's it's been tainted like this. But who knows, man? I mean, that that's why I always encourage people to watch Berserk 2016 so that they know, hey, there's an interest here, despite the fact that this fucking show looks like dog shit. But anyway, remember, guys, you can check out all things casual at the link tree in the description box down below. Also, if you'd like to email us, you can email us at animecasuals with an S, real, R-E-A-L, at gmail.com. As always, guys, don't forget to keep it casual.